0: Hello everyone and welcome to Secret Keepers Club. Thank you guys so much for tuning in. So happy to have you here. As always, my name is Carly Aquilino and I'm your host. I'm really excited to get into it. I have a lot of stuff that I want to chit chat with you guys about. going to update y'all on what happened during Thanksgiving. I am recording this, this Sunday, you guys are going to hear this tomorrow or it's going to be released tomorrow. So I was going to record it last week. And I said, you know what? I, I usually like it to be a little more up to date. So here we are. I hope you all had a great holiday. I went home to see my, um, family and I was on long Island. If you guys follow me on Instagram, you know what I'm about to say. You know what I'm about to talk about. Um, I went home and sitting in my parents' kitchen and my parents just put up this bookshelf like the day before I got there, all these books on it. And one of the books on display facing, you know, like facing out so that you could see it was a book on Kama Sutra. And my brother kind of looks over at me and looks at the book and looks over at me and looks at the book. And I'm like, what the hell is that? So he, he didn't say anything to my mom about it. I said to my mom, I go, what's with the book. And listen, before you guys start in on me, because I got a few people on my Instagram going, Oh, why are you shaming your parents? And blah blah. blah. No, it, 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 I'm not shaming my parents. Okay. It's just, they are not those, they, they're not that type of a uh, couple you know, they don't talk about sex. They've never farted in front of each other. They've probably never even had sex in their gosh darn lives as far as I'm concerned. Okay. So it was definitely an unusual book to be on display at my parents' house. And mind you, they have, you know, an eight-year-old kid walking around the damn house all the time. So, you know, my nephew, their grandson. So I was like, that is so weird. My parents do not, they don't get jiggy with it as they say. And so I said to my mom, what's with the book? She's like, what book? I'm like the, this book. She's like, why? What's wrong with it? Is it bad? I go, mom, it's a, it's a sex book. And she's like, I don't know what you're talking about. I was like, mom, it's a, it's a sex book. And she's like, you kids, you made this up only you guys know about this. This is new. I was like, it's literally, it's an ancient practice. Um, But I had posted this funny video of it, of her reaction. I mean, I've never seen someone so confused. She was looking at it. She was flipping through the pages with this very bewildered look on her face. And then she's like talking to everybody, like, can you explain to me what this has to do with sex? She had never opened the book before. And I got the story as to how she acquired the book and how the book came about. Was she was ordering a bunch of old books on eBay? You know, when you buy them, a bunch of them all together. People probably cleaning out their stuff. You get all their books, and they have it in genres. So she did one on UFOs, one on witches. I mean, on my mother's daughter, you know. And then she did one on spirituality. (laughs) So a lot of the books were about healing and meditation. And (laughs) she really was like, my dad said to her what do you think it is? And she said, cause he had never heard about it before. I mean, they really are so pure. Um, she said, it's an Indian book about meditation. <laughs> One thing about it is that something's always going to happen. One thing about me going to see my parents or me having any type of communication with my parents is that something's going to happen. And something's going to come about. Um, but that just cracked me up. And and you guys seem to like that on Instagram. So I wanted to chit chat about it. I saw my brother. I saw his wife. Shout out shout out to my girly Rachel. And we went to my aunt's house, ate a bunch of food. And oh my God, my cousins. my co- Well, my cousin, one of my cousins is pregnant. The other one has two new babies him and his wife had two new babies in the last year. And when I tell you, they're so damn cute. I love a newborn. I love a little baby. I love a little baby that can't walk yet. I'm just obsessed with them. I will just sit there and play with them all gosh darn day. I freaking love babies. Okay. I'm not one of these people. that's like, yeah, babies are annoying. No, babies are actually so cute. And you're sleeping if you don't agree. Okay. And you're wrong. If you ever disagree with me, you're wrong. But. What else did I do last week? I, um, well, I watched some stuff that I wanted to update you guys on. I have a thing that you shouldn't watch. And then one thing you should watch. And one thing you should listen to a really great podcast, really cool podcast. Um, actually that Jesse may had told me about if you like true crime, it's not a murder pod, but it is called sweet Bobby and you can listen to it anywhere. You can listen to podcasts and they have an app that you could get the episodes early. I got the app. It's called tortoise, but oh, it's a good one. It's about a catfishing experience. You you're going to be hooked. Okay. You're going to listen to one episode. You're going to be freaking hooked. And I would love to have an open discussion about it if you guys want to. Um, so let me know if you want me to chit chat about that. So you should definitely listen to that. You should also watch the inside edition. Well, I don't know if you should watch this because it's actually really sad and depressing, but I watched the inside edition about um, the Turpin family and the girl who escaped the Turpin household, which is that family in California. They had 13 or 14 kids and they, the kids never really saw the daylight. And then one of the girls escaped and she's a true hero. I love her. And I, I wish those little, I wish those kids, nothing but the best. Okay. So you're going to watch that. What we're not going to watch because I watched it and I'm telling you, don't waste your damn time. The new Tiger King. Waste of time. Don't care about it. Have no interest in it. It sucked. It was it was stupid. It really was stupid. Oh, I just killed a fly. Oh my God. I am such a freaking multitasker. <sighs> but anywho, you guys, yeah, don't watch the new Tiger King. It sucks. I, I, and and it almost made me question if why I really liked the first Tiger King. I was like, these people are all pieces of shit. And that guy, Jeff Lowe, the guy, Jeff Lowe and Tiger King, who's like, he's like a Florida pimp. Like he's weird. He, he has the zoo. He acquired the zoo. And then he, his wife is like cool with him. Like literally scouting women on the zoo grounds. Now at that point, you have to question who you married. They had, they all have walkie-talkies, and if they saw a hot girl, they would say code 69 into the walkie talkie, so that everybody knew there was a hot girl on the premises. If that doesn't make you want to go there and let all the animals loose, let all the tigers loose in Jeff Lowe's house, nothing will. I don't know. What the hell is that? You know what? I, listen. And I'm not hating. I'm sure there's someone that's listening to this that either wears this or is married to somebody that wears this shit. So I'm not talking about you specifically, but I will say if a guy wears a bandana with a hat over it, if some random white guy in Florida is wearing a bandana with a hat over it, and he also wears the freaking Harley Davidson at the same time, the, that Harley Davidson Affliction style leather jacket, that very boxy leather jacket. He's a psycho, and he can't be trusted. I mean, who the fuck buys this guy's clothes? He's wearing like ripped acid wash jeans, the Harley Davidson jacket, the bandana, the hat over it. I'm like, what the what is going on, babes? Pick a thing. Uh, it's like he he lived through the early 2000s and, and never let them go. They're all a bunch of freaks. I don't know. And it kind of made me, you know who I really loved? You know who I really always loved in Tiger King? Freaking Carol Baskin's husband. He is such a little sweet, pure soul, isn't he? I really love that guy. He was like trying to be funny. And I was like, oh, he's actually cute. I hope she doesn't kill him. Um, but I don't think she killed her husband too. They kind of uncovered that, but it really was bad. It was stupid. It it was a cash grab. I think it was a cash grab to me, you know, but, um, I I went out last night. I also wanted to tell you this. I went out last night and one of my friends did something that really just opened my eyes to a whole new world. And and I want to share this with you guys because it's important that, you know, and you could do this too. So if you're out with your girlies, okay. And there is a guy that won't stop. That won't leave you alone. Do what my friend Lily did. Shout out to Lily. She did something so brilliant to this man. And (laughs) he was this guy, he was at the bar, he was being creepy. He was staring, he was lurking. He kept trying to dance with us. And, You know, he was like, just kind of like a, he was a little too, has had really weird energy. You can tell people who are harmless and people who are just a little wacky, right? And Lily goes, he started talking to Lily and she goes, you remind me so much of my uncle. (laughs) And when I tell you, you know, he didn't say anything about it, but you just see, (laughs) the look on his face. And I'm like, that's such a brilliant thing. It's such a brilliant way to say, Hey, I'm not interested because there's such, there's such a fine line there. You know, we're always kind of a little scared to like reject someone because you don't know if he's going to be weird or crazy or say something mean back to you or just like, you know, sometimes it could be weird, but her saying that, I swear to God, I saw that man's face. I saw that man's face. and I just said, wow, she really, that really was amazing. And I will be using that. And I want you guys to use that too. Just, Hey, you remind me of my uncle. I mean, I can't think of a better fucking thing to say to somebody that you don't want to talk to. (laughs) Imagine talking, imagine me talking to a guy and he's like, you remind me of my aunt. What would I do? What would I, I would just die. I would just die. And I'm never saying be mean to a person. I don't think that that's a, I don't, you know, I think that that's a weird situation that we all kind of find ourselves in. And that's a really great way to deal with it. Um, but she's so good. She doesn't give a shit. She goes up to guys and goes, oh, it's so good to see you again. And just, and they were like, oh my God, it's good to see you too. She doesn't know she's never met them. I'm like, girl, you are so wacky and wild and crazy. I love that. But, um, so yeah, it was really fun. My friend, Sarah, shout out to, uh, Sarah. Why am I, why do I keep shouting everyone out? Like, you know, like I'm some type of a disc jockey or something. I I, I've shouted out 400 people so far, but really shout out to Sarah Brotherton. You guys know her. You love her. She's my girly. She's in town from LA. And we, we had ourselves a little night. It was, it was so much fun. I haven't had that much fun in a really long time. We just kind of went, um, you know, we did a little dancing. We went to a bar and, um, and that was that, but I have a bunch of questions that you guys sent into secret at gmail.com. We're going to get into those. I did just want to talk about one thing that's been kind of like in pop culture news that I feel is so crazy. Um, you know, people really hate Chrissy Teigen and some may say it's justified. I, I don't really care who anybody likes or dislikes, but I swear this, she can't say anything without it being like a, a disaster on social media. She can never say anything that doesn't get people, it, it grinds their freaking gears. Okay. She said that she got something called an eyebrow transplant, which it, first of all, that's insane. Um, It's like a hair, how, you know, People get hair transplants. If you've ever known like a guy that gets a hair transplant, they cut, they take a little bit of your, uh, follicles from the back of your head, like a place that nobody can really see. And then they put it in the front of your head so that your hair will grow there. And it's nice. It works. Um, which, and evidently you can now do it on your, as your eyebrows, which is so insane to me. I, I can't imagine that. And I heard, I've heard from men that have had hair transplants that it's actually so painful. So having that on your face has to be a disaster, but you know, it, it's a little wild, right? That's undeniable. Never, I think most people have never heard of it before but she had said that she feels good. She got an eyebrow transplant. It's so nice to actually have eyebrows again, because I think she may have been a victim to the two thousands as well. where like, we were tweezing. I can't tell you how many friends I have that have no, that have no fucking eyebrows. And, and I look at them, I go, I don't really, like, I don't know how you feel. I don't know if you're surprised. I don't know if you're mad. I don't know if you're scared. And Hey, I've been there too. I tweezed all my eyebrows off when I was young. Um, I really was careful not to do it much and my mom would get mad at me. You know, I never was able to get them waxed or anything, but anywho, there's a lot of people our age that uh they have no fucking eyebrows. Okay? Um so she was saying it's so nice to have eyebrows and she said to, you know, to the girls, don't tweeze, don't touch your eyebrows, whatever. And people really just got so mad and I don't understand why you know, other than maybe they just don't like her. I don't understand why this would rile people up so much. They're like, you're so out of touch with reality. Um, I can't believe you're, I I can't believe you're saying this. Uh, what else do people say? I'm just pulling it up right now. People have too much money. Um, the world is going to hell in a handbasket. Thank heaven. Chrissy Teigen was able to transplant her eyebrows. that one's actually funny. That one's actually funny because I get it. If you put it into perspective, it's so silly, but Hey, who cares? It's her face. It's her body. Why do you care? I I don't understand. I I don't get it. I really don't. Um, but I just thought I was like laughing. I'm like, wow, you really can't do anything. And I think that she's maybe felt this way before where like anything she says, it's going to be you know, I think she knew maybe knew she was gonna ruffle some feathers there just because she always does somehow. But um God, that cracked me up. I'm like, why do we care? All right. Okay, let's get to some of these questions that you guys sent in to club at gmail.com. And I know that I have a I have a good FMK. I haven't read it yet, but I see the title of the email. Um, and I'm actually very excited about it because it's one of my favorite shows. So this one says, Girly, I need your advice. That's a title. Hello, Carly and your two princes, Robert and Stanley. I have to begin by saying thank you for being a ray of sunshine. Oh my God, thank you so much. I appreciate that. Uh, Not only on Mondays, but on social media as well. Ever since I've been listening to the pod and following you, I have a new take on so many life scenarios. So thank you, XOXO. Aw, thank you so much. Um, Now, I really need your help get comfy because this might be lengthy. So to begin with, I have known this man we will call him Eric for several years. Our friend groups have intertwined quite a bit over the last couple of years due to people dating each other. And as a result, we reconnected. He has always been a kind person, fun and easy to get along with. For example, I lost my brother to cancer six years ago. Oh, I'm sorry. And Eric, though we hadn't spoken for some time, reached out to give his condolences and would check in every once in a while to see how I was holding up. While in recent years we have only hung out in groups for friends' birthdays, special events, etc., this man always makes an effort to hang out with me throughout the night. Carly, he even compliments me every gosh darn time he sees me. Like, he notices when I get my hair trimmed. Yes, trimmed. He also refers to me as queen in front of our group of friends. Oh, my God. Okay, we get along great, and he makes me laugh. Obvi, a major item on my list. He has a great job, is close with his family, which is also very important to me. He knows I'm an animal lover, as is he, and he DMs me cute animal videos frequently. He also Snapchat's me. Oh, I know Snapchat uh, videos of his dog almost on the daily. Note that these messages will often turn into full blown conversations um, that last in an entire day. So I'm thinking, Eric, you're putting in the effort and checking out all of my boxes here. I'm sure like, uh, I'm sure you're like, okay, what's wrong with this? Here we go. Uh Oh no, I don't want to hear bad things about Eric. I don't want to hear bad things about Eric because I love him. Okay, here we go. He wasn't making any moves. So tell me why, when I finally asked if he would go on a date with me, he said, I can't do a date right now. Sidebar, I would have never grown the balls to do it if I didn't discover you, girl. Like, oh, well, thank you so much. And you want to know why I'm really sorry that he said I can't date right now. Now, what he told me and was completely unaware was that he's casually seeing someone and he needs to, quote unquote, explore that. He then apologized for the confusion and said, my move was not unsolicited because he feels there's a connection between us and that he admits he has been very flirtatious with me. Two days later, and it's business as usual, DMs of animals and Snapchats of his dog. But now I learned that from a friend of Eric's that he's been, quote unquote, exploring this girl for several months, but kept it on the DL as the girl he is seeing is a horrible human being and deliberately tried to ruin friendships within our circle. Now, I appreciate his honesty and I can't help but feel so confused, betrayed and disappointed. Do I need to cut ties and run? It's a toughie as we will continue to see each other at these gatherings. Can I really cut this man off or do I have to hang on or do I hang on to a bit of hope I still have uh, that I might get to explore my feelings for him? Help. Okay. Okay. Now, here's the thing. I'm glad you said something and put yourself out there because what happened? Then you figured everything out. There was it wasn't confusing. You didn't have to wonder, oh, why is he not asking me out? You know, I feel like it's a it's a pretty surefire sign if you're talking to someone that often and you guys seem to have great chemistry and you know each other in real life. If they haven't asked you out, there's probably a reason why. So it's good to put yourself out there and just, hey, let's call a spade a spade here. What's going on? because why are you wasting my freaking time? I got, I got good eggs, babes. Hey, you know what? I got good eggs, a great personality and a cute peach. And anyone would be lucky to freaking have that. So tell me why you haven't asked me out on a date. So you figured it out. Um, now here's the thing. I kind of am a little scared that he's been dating or seeing someone, as he says, exploring, which you know what that means. Kind of a little scary that he's been so invested in you while he's dating this person, because what would he do if he was with you? You know, I think that that would make me at least a little concerned for when we're in a relationship. I would be like, well, who the fuck is this girl? Who who are you chit-chatting with on your freaking Snapchat? You know, I will say if a guy sends you a a lot of pictures, you know, pictures and videos of animals, he's trying to bang you. And, and that's just the way that it is. I've never had a guy send me a video of an animal that didn't want to bang me ever. It's just not a thing that, that men do. So he's interested in you. Right. But honestly, I would take this as a blessing and just say, let's just be friends. Maybe don't contact him anymore. You know, you can chit chat here and there, but I wouldn't allow him to be a part of my everyday life the way that he has been, um, because I think that's how we get a little too attached to people. And at this point, he really owes you nothing. So what's going to probably end up happening is you'll start to catch some type of feelings for him and vice versa. And then he's with this girl, so he can't act on it. And you knew this for a long time and you kind of knew what the situation was. So, you know, you kind of don't have a right to ask him for anything. It's just too messy. It's too messy. And and we're not doing messy. We're not doing freaking messy because guess what? I got a keratin treatment and my hair is shiny and I now have no frizz. So I don't do messy situations. Okay. Okay. Let us know what happens with that. I'm, I'm very curious because it is difficult, um, you know, being involved with someone that's in your friend group, but this kind of absolves you of the weirdness. If you guys hooked up and then it didn't work out, I feel like that would kind of be even more weird. So this is maybe just a blessing in disguise. And who's this girl he's dating. Doesn't seem like he really likes her. Um, Okay. Okay, you guys, this week's episode is sponsored by Magic Spoon. Here's some holiday magic for you. A cereal that tastes just like your childhood favorite, but healthy. But wait, this is not holiday magic. It is Magic Spoon. I absolutely love Magic Spoon. They sent me this. uh, I think it's like a discovery set. It has these different boxes. And I know I talked about it a few weeks ago, but I figured out exactly what my favorite one actually tastes like. It's the um, frosted one and it tastes... Like, and I swear to you, it tastes just like a Rice Krispies treat that like sweet marshmallowy flavor. Oh my God. I'm absolutely obsessed with it. The fruity one was great. The peanut butter one was great. I just can't get enough of this damn cereal. And I feel very healthy eating it. (laughs) This is pretty much a salad at this point. So that's how I feel about it. Um, So here's what puts the magic in Magic Spoon. Zero grams of sugar, 13 to 14 grams of protein, and only four net grams of carbs in each serving. And with 140 calories per serving, you'll be going back for seconds and thirds. And while you may be a kid at heart, your body still has adult needs. That's why all Magic Spoon flavors are keto-friendly, gluten-free, grain-free, soy-free, and low-carb. Don't know where to begin? Well, the variety pack has their top four flavors, cocoa, fruity, frosted, and peanut butter. Go to magicspoon.com slash secret keepers to grab a variety pack and try it today. And be sure to use our promo code secret keepers at checkout to save $5 off your order. And magic spoon is so confident in their product. It's backed with 100% happiness guarantee. So if you don't like it for any reason, they'll refund your money. No questions asked. Remember to get your next delicious bowl of guilt-free cereal at magicspoon.com slash secret keepers and use the code secret keepers to save $5 off. Thank you, Magic Spoon, for sponsoring this episode. This next one says, tell me I'm being dumb. Hey, Carly and the kitty cats. I love your podcast. I listen every week. I feel like you're one of my closest friends and I can't wait to party with you. Oh my God, I want to party. I want to party with my girlies. So let's get into it. I'm a 29-year-old single mom from Birmingham, UK. Oh my God, she's British. Stop. No, because she's British. No, because she's British. And you know, I love overseas. You know, I love overseas secret keepers. I just get so darn excited P- picturing you in the UK having a spot a tea, listening to Secret Keepers Club. I really picture you in that garden, you know, the British tiny kind of garden. There's like a table and chairs outside, and there's a lot of, um, you know, there's a lot of, uh, what is it called? Ivy. There's a lot of Ivy by you. It's just how I picture it. So from the Birmingham UK and I have my shit together, my own house, a good job. And my son is very well looked after, etc. I've been single for nearly five years, getting myself together and healing from an abusive relationship. In that time I've had sneaky links, but nothing serious. And that's how I liked it. Two years ago, a random guy added me on Snapchat and we have been speaking every so often as friends, I guess. We arranged to meet up around a year ago and then he ghosted me and a few days later said he had an emergency with his daughter. Fast forward to a few months ago, after years of asking to meet, I thought I'd give him another chance and everything was going perfect for a month or so until we banged. Everything was great in that department, but after he stopped coming around or always canceling plans, but still talking to me every day. He. He's saying he was just really busy and he has bills to pay. Excuse me, don't we all. And you could see me every day for a few weeks. So what happened? He always is sending me messages that he misses me and he doesn't want to let me go, but makes no time for me at all. I sent him a message basically saying that I'm a bad bitch and I deserve more than a pen pal. Good for you. See, my girlies over in the UK do not play. They do not mess around. I'm a bad bitch and I deserve more than a pen pal. So I'm going to step back until he has more time for me. Be- but if I meet someone then I meet someone, he wished me the oh God, he wished me luck. Ugh. Isn't that the fucking worst? I-, I said something to a guy once and I go take care. And-, and the take care was not really like take care of yourself. It was really like. I hope I never see you again and that you rot in hell. OK, and, and-, and I'm, I'm- maybe over Maybe I was being a little dramatic, but that's what the take care meant. And he said, you take care too. I was like, no, 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 we're going to backtrack here. We're, we're going to circle back because that I don't want you to take that as me, you know, giving you a good salutation. But Okay, so wishes me luck. What the fuck? I downloaded Tinder and I'm not really interested in anyone at all. We've been speaking again and I asked him to meet up. He said again that he's too busy. I'm a typical cancer, so very sensitive and emotional but closed off person and I have opened up to him even though he's not my type at all. Should I cut my losses or should I wait for him to free? I have attached mess- some of the messages he sent me because the signals are so mixed. How can you miss me but never have time for me? So tell me I'm dumb for holding on to this man and not cutting him off. Thanks for reading this and any advice would be appreciated. Okay, so let's look at these things. Okay, so these are this is a Snapchat message. you know, he's doing the thing like from when I, I, I don't, I don't know if you want me to read these on the podcast, so I'm not going to, but, um, yeah, he's doing the thing where he's like pretty much saying you're a perfect angel and I can't believe I met you and you're my soulmate, but, um, I can't, I, I'm not really making time for you. I'm not, I can't really see you. Okay. Yeah. He's being really weird. Also don't call me baby girl. Okay do not call me baby girl. If you are not my boyfriend. Okay. So here's what I think about this whole thing. I think we've all been there. This is one of those things where, you know, you're, I think you probably, I I understand that you opened up to him and, um, all of that stuff. And it felt good because this is kind of like your introduction into kind of getting back out there after being single for so long. But this might be a situation where you're giving him a little bit more credit than he deserves. I think it's really corny when men get, you know, I hate to even say get what they want out of a situation. Like I I hate when a guy will sleep with a girl and then never meet up again, or they just start acting different. It's like, are you in fucking 10th grade grow up? You know what I'm saying? It's just such an annoying thing that men do. Um, so I don't like that. I don't like that trait in a person. I don't like that. He did that to you because that's a shitty feeling, you know, um, you said everything was great and he was consistent until you guys hooked up and then it, it started fizzling out. So I think what he did was he did you a favor by, Showing you who he is this early on. Um, And no, I don't think you should wait around for him. I don't think you're stupid. I think we've all done this before. And we always end up doing this to the person that doesn't deserve it. And oh, maybe it's just too much for him. Or we start internalizing um, what we're feeling for somebody um, and saying, like, oh, well, it must be me. I might not be this or I might not be that. Don't start doing that to yourself. If you're with somebody that does nothing but drive you crazy and confuse you, It's better to be alone. I'll tell you that much right now. You know, you got all the freaking hot guys over there in the UK anyway. What the hell are you doing with this guy? Who cares about him? The guys over there were turtlenecks. They're so sexy. They're so simple. I I love that for you. You're going to find a nice guy that wears a turtleneck. I don't know why. But I think it's so hot when men wear turtlenecks because it's so flattering on them, you know? But anywho, it's very British to me for, for a man to wear a turtleneck in the Ivy. And it's, it's a, there's a lot of stuff going on. But I think you're giving him a little too much credit. And to be honest, he doesn't deserve for you to even be responding to him. And a lot of times when what he's doing and what guys do is they give you just enough he's coming you. He gives you just enough to keep you kind of, you know, sticking around and not completely walking away, but he's not going to go over that. He's not going to do more than that or overextend himself in any way. He's going to give you little bits. And then when he feels like you're ready to drift away and you're, you're saying, fuck this shit, he's going to go, oh, but I can't stop thinking about you. You're so beautiful. And it's, and it's uh, destiny that we met or whatever. That's what they do. They're narcissists sometimes. Not all men. I don't think all men are narcissists. I'm just saying like when they behave this way, it's very common that a guy will do that. They keep you just around for when he is feeling it, when he's feeling available, when he can find time in his busy schedule. What the fuck are you doing also? What is he doing that's so freaking that makes him so freaking busy? I don't care how busy someone is. I've dated people that are very, very busy. And they will always make time for you if they want to. I don't care what anyone says. You know, I think um, I think you got to just get yourself out there. And hey, if you're not meeting someone on Bumble or Hinge or or uh, Tinder, whichever app that you're on, you will. You got to just uh, give it a little bit of time and and put yourself out there. You know, you can get. Uh, I, I know it can get a little, uh, disheartening, but okay, let's get to the next one, but girl, don't waste your time on him. He doesn't deserve you in the first place. Okay. So this one says Hawaiian sweet bread winner, Aloha, queen Carly and her beautiful blessings, Stanley and Robert. Oh, they are blessings. I love my baby so much. You have no idea. Oh, there's Stanley now. Hi angel. Oh, what are you doing? You're licking your chops. Did you just eat? Oh, uh. well, I love you. I'm recording the podcast. I love that man. Okay. I'm sorry. I just got a little, I, I just got, I spiraled for a second there. I really love my babies so much. They were sleeping on me last night and I just, I was so drunk and I just love them. Okay. Um, okay. I'm 37, married for 18 years, mom to three high schoolers, a preschooler, and a native Hawaiian woman just trying to survive out here. Living in Hawaii is so expensive. My husband quit his job early in the pandemic to pursue his lifelong dream of becoming a comic book artist. He quit. He's quit jobs before and tried many times to pursue this dream. In the beginning, I figured, okay, I have a steady job. We can do this. I'll just keep working until he can secure a drawing gig. Well, it's almost two years later and the bills are piling up and I hate my job. I want to quit and find something else, but I'm the breadwinner in my household. If I quit, we lose steady income, medical insurance, and so much more. I've tried asking him to get a job, but he always says just a little more time. The big break is right around the corner. I could feel it. And I mean, I could feel it too. He's so talented as a comic artist, but finding work from Hawaii, it's almost impossible. And what do I do? Okay. But what do I do when I feel stuck in a job that I hate already? When I know my family needs it, I'm literally having anxiety every morning dreading going to work. It's not the preschoolers that give me anxiety. It's the workload that never seems to stop piling on. I'm trying to find a little more quote unquote, grown up something at a desk where I can speak to adults, LOL. Side note, I am a uh, stay at home mom for eight years to a preschool. Teacher for ten years. Your girl needs some adult interaction. I'm hoping to find something remote since there's really no work on my island. But I don't even know where to look. Uh, please help this Hawaiian spree- sweetbread winner out. <laughs> Do I just quit and find something else? Find something first and quit. Run off with Jason Momoa and escape reality. Lol. Help. Sorry for the rant. Um, okay, I'm gonna I'm gonna mispronounce this honi. H H O N I honey, honey, um, which means kiss in Hawaiian kiss you right on the lips. Uh, if you ever get to visit here in Hawaii, Oh my God, I would love to go to Hawaii. And it's so cool that you live. It's so cool that you live there. So here's the thing. I, I I can't, I'm sure you're overwhelmed. I can't imagine how much anxiety you're having. I, I completely understand where you're coming from. This sounds like, um, you know nobody wants to be no one wants to feel like they're stuck right you feel like you're kind of stuck at your job because your family needs it um but what i would do if i were you is maybe lightly and you know lovingly suggest to your husband listen why don't we get something kind of going in case you know you have to think of these things in case the comic book thing doesn't work out um as i'm sure it will and i hope it does and all of these great things but let's get something on the burner for right now because we could use the money and i'm a little i'm feeling a little overwhelmed and him as a partner is going to of course understand that you've been nothing but um, helpful and understanding of his dreams and what he wants to do. Uh, you also have to make sure that you have time and, and the opportunity to do what makes you happy and to do what you love. So I think that I would say that to him and just say, listen, I, I think it's time. I think we gave this a chance and I think it's my turn. I want to do what makes me happy now, you know? And I think that he will understand where you're coming from and, and hopefully, you know, get the ball rolling and then figure out what you want to do. And, and I think there's a lot of jobs right now that are, I have a few friends that just got new jobs that are completely remote or they have to go into the office maybe once or twice a week, which is, oh my God, does it get any better than that? I know some people don't like it, but if I was a person that was working in an office, I would love that shit. Oh my God. Are you kidding me? So I get to work and get paid and pet my cats at the same time. Okay, cool. Dreams. I also understand where you're coming from, where you're like, I want to talk to adults. Like I have a friend that, um, has a, has a few little kids and she's always like, Oh my God, I, it's so nice talking to anyone, you know, because you just are like, what color is this? You know? <laughs> Cause there's so little, which is very, very cute, but I'm sure it'll drive you a little crazy, but you deserve to do what you want to do. And, um, and do what makes you happy. And he'll understand. Okay. And then, oh, she gave she gave a Hawaiian style fuck Mary Kill, which I love that. We're gonna do that at the end. I just saved it. Okay. Oh, we have another fuck Mary Kill. Wow, another fuck Mary Kill. This is about dips. I really ruffled some feathers the other day. Um, there was, a, I had done a, on this podcast, of course, I think two episodes ago, I had done a dip, fuck, Mary kill. Um, and there was one dip that I didn't add in. And I think it may have been ranch. And you guys were like, I can't believe that I think it was ranch. I can't believe that you did not add ranch. And as you know, if you're here from the beginning, I'm not really a, um, I'm not really a ranch gal. I know that seems crazy, but I, I eat it, but I'm not obsessed with it. Okay. This next one says, how many towels slash bath mats do you own girl? I don't know if you're going to read this, um, or if you are going to read it on the pod, but I just got back out there after ending my toxic two and a half year relationship. And I wanted to show you that I'm taking it very seriously, AKA only using the following line. How many towels slash bath mats do you own? <laughs> oh my God. On dating apps. And she sent me a screenshot. <laughs> oh my God. She sent me a screenshot. One, two, three, four. Hold on. Five, six, seven, eight, eight guys in a row. Sheep message. How many towels slash bath mats do you have? <laughs> and what's so crazy is they're probably like, oh, why would anyone care about this? They don't get it. They don't get it. <laughs> okay. Wow. Okay. We got another fuck kill. Is it, is this, is this, okay. I'm sorry. Yeah, you guys. I think that's it for this week. We have a lot of fuck Mary kills, so we're gonna get right into the fuck Mary kills. So this one is fuck Mary kill HBO Succession edition, and that th- this was the one that I was really excited about. Um, I haven't read it yet, but it says, "Hope you're doing well. Um, can you and Jesse May please come to Detroit? I love Detroit. I would love to go to Detroit." No question today. Just fuck Mary Kills only, including uh, my answers. <laughs> I don't care if you read those out loud or not. Disclaimer: I'm not the person who sent a succession fuck Mary Kill on Instagram. I emailed it last week, but I didn't. It didn't get read, so I'm bumping it. Okay, cool, cool, cool. Okay, so let's see. We have three different succession fuck mary kills and if you don't know what succession is i'm begging you to start it on hbo Start it from season one it is one of the greatest shows ever made i'm so i love it i love it it's one of the only shows that i will say season two was even better than season one and season one was great so i highly recommend it if you're into that type of uh type that type of show so the men tom Wob scans Roman Roy or Greg, the egg. I love Greg. I'm going to marry Greg. I'm going to no, wait, wait, no, no, no. I can't marry Greg. Cause Tom's in the picture. No, no, I, I know that Tom's like, I know that some people don't like Tom, but I can't understand why I really am trying to figure that out. And I rack my brain all the time, wondering why people could, how people could ever dislike Tom. He's my baby boy. I'm marrying Tom. I'm fucking Greg and I've got to kill Roman. I'm sorry, Roman. He might be a little too much of a freak for me, too. You know, Roman does shit sometimes where you're just like, OK, that's some rich people shit. He is so funny, though. I think out of all of them, I find Roman the funniest. You got to love him. And she says marrying Tom because he deserves love, fucking Roman because he deserves to fuck, and I'm so sorry, you sweet innocent innocent dunce, Greg, but rest in peace. See, I would never kill Greg. Okay, the ladies Shiv, Jerry, and Willa. Who the hell is Willa? Oh, Willa, killing Willa, marrying Jerry. Ugh, wait, I hate Shiv, but I guess I'm fucking. I'm I'm hate fucking Shiv. Shiv is such a great actress. I really hate her. You know. Okay, you got to marry Jerry though. You can't kill. You can't kill. Um. Jerry. Shiv is beautiful. So you you can fuck you, you fuck Shiv, and then the brothers edition. Kendall, Connor, Roman. Connor, you got to go, babes. Kendall, marrying you because you're a psycho and you uh, you're insane. And I guess I'm fucking Roman in that situation, which is good. Then the other fuck Mary kills. We have the sauce one ranch cheese sauce or French fry sauce, which in parentheses, what is ketchup, mayo and pickle juice. Isn't that Thousand Island dressing? Um, like ketchup, mayo and pickle juice. I think that's Thousand Island dressing, but sure. So I really like that though. Okay. Cheese sauce ranch. I'm going to kill, uh, I might really, this is very weird and wacky. And and I think a lot of you will really be concerned for me when you hear what I'm about to say, but I think I'm going to kill the cheese sauce. Even though I'm really not a fan of ranch, I do need it for the Buffalo wings. Um, and I do like some type of charcuterie style, you know, um, what is it called? Crudite in which you, you need ranch present. So cheese sauce, what is that? Um, I'm assuming it's like nacho cheese. Eh, I could live without it, believe it or not. And you never thought you'd see the day because I have 12 cheeses in my refrigerator currently. But, um, and then French fry sauce. And then, yeah, you, you fuck the French fry sauce because that's good. Okay, and then the Hawaiian one. Okay, so sweet potato, raw fish, or coconut milk. So poi is sweet potato, raw fish is pokey, and coconut milk is hapia. I'm so sorry. I I really don't want to be, I don't want to mispronounce things ever because I don't want to be culturally insensitive. (laughs) So I'm trying, I'm trying to sound it out. Okay. But sweet potato, raw fish, or coconut milk pudding. Ooh, love coconut milk. I'm going to kill raw fish because I eat it the least. Um, well, actually I'm Mm, going to kill raw fish. I could do without raw fish, even though I do like sushi, I could, I could go without it. I'm going to marry sweet potato because it's good for you. Like sweet potato is a healthy, balanced marriage. And then, um, you know, sweet potato will never, ever hurt you. It's the healthiest it's a yam. So it's never going to hurt you. And then, um, yeah, then you fuck the pudding. Cause it, pudding's just a fun time. It, it really is a, a real treat. So that's what you got to do. And that's my story. I'm sticking to it. You guys, I hope you had a great week. I hope you have a great week ahead of you and I will see you soon. You can send in questions to secretkeepersclub at gmail.com and I will see you next week. Bye.